Good evening, folks. We are here. Another episode of Tech File. We got five things to talk about and five things only. So we're going to see how long we're going to be here. Five things only. We're going to talk about what those are right after we come on the other side of our introduction. Episode 295 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. What up, though? <laughs> Eric isn't with us this week. The man is working. Shout out to uh, Tommy, because I still don't know exactly what he did. <laughs> and he's told us a few times. and I He has told us. He has told us multiple times, that and I still is, don't remember either. That man, it's Tommy <laughs> Martin in my book. I don't know what he do. He do something. <laughs> so he's not here with us this week, but we're going to keep rocking without him. I'm Camille, point guard of the crew of the Real Life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The, the gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. Well, better known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. Oh, shoot. This man, Eric, in the comments. Tommy is here Uh-oh. in the comments. Ah. <laughs> we, we know you got a job, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're not going to have the game that needs a name this week, but I do want to remind y'all, if you have not already, make sure that you like and subscribe to the pod on whatever audio format it is that you listen to. Also want to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube page. If you have not yet already, you can join us live as we record the show every Tuesday around 6.45 p.m. Central Time. So, again, have that notification bell on so you'll be notified when we go live. I just got my notification. I'm on the show. Yeah. Hey, technical file is live. So make sure that y'all do that as well to join and be part of the show as we go live. Mm-hmm. Check out our link uh, tree or what's it called? Link tree? Tree link? Link tree. Yeah, link tree didn't sound right when I said it. I was like, is that what they really call it? It It has links to everywhere that we are, including to our merch shop. And as Eric mentioned last week, uh, we have our black quarterback t shirts live. So make sure y'all hit the site, support the Mm -hmm. the black quarterback hashtag, black quarterback movement, and the team of your choosing. We're going to have some some Packer and Bears ones on on this show for show for show. So make sure y'all. Get y'all gear, and on top of that, you just have regular tech files. You get your tech files slides, get your sweatshirts, get your hoodies, get your bucket hats for the summer. Matter of fact, I might go get my tech file bucket hat and just put it on for the show just to show y'all how legit the gear is. So make sure y'all cop as well. Now, I did say before we came in that we had five things and five things only to discuss on this week's show. Mm-hmm. That being said, here are the five. I'm going to give you all the, the rundown up front of what we're going to talk about this week. So we're going to talk about the conference finals in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about talk. that. Don't want to talk about that. Oh, we do. We absolutely do. got to talk about that. Talking about Carmelo Anthony's retirement from, uh, from the NBA. Right. That's a, 
Yeah, that's it's a special one. Talking about the the Bucks head coaching search, they got their final three candidates. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that and our preferences there. Four. Talking about the NFL draft in 2025 coming to Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know what I'm saying? You hit this 36 year old 40 yard dash. Oh, <laughs> right, right, bro. And uh, then we'll end the end the show talking about WWE's Night of Champions taking place uh, this weekend. So. Let's not delay. Let's just get right on into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put on some some music in the background here for us. Eric's in the comments saying I'm Tommy, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Or Chandler, <laughs> your preference. I can call you Chandler as well. You know, everybody knew Chandler had a job. We just didn't know what he did. Mark is here, y'all. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Yo, time. Look at our boy coming through in the hey, Mark, bro, You had hella hostility for your boy last week. I don't know what 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 all the extra words was for. <laughs> you had hella hostility for your guy, and all I was doing is checking on you, making sure you was all right. <laughs> he said, I ain't heard from you. I was tired. Shit, damn. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What the hell? Check on your ass again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so NFL Conference Finals. Ken, I, I watched how you let Eric, you know, Stayed a little bit to talk about the Bucks when the Bucks got put out. I wasn't there that week. So, would you prefer for us to begin with Lakers Nuggets, or do you want us to talk about uh, Miami and Boston since Game Four is going on in about thirty minutes from here? Um, no, let's get right to it. Okay, let's start Ooh. there then. I, I get the pain out the way. I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers were swept by the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals, 4-0 series in favor of Denver. And before we even get into <laughs> what happened after the game with LeBron's cryptic messaging, I do want to just say shout out to Denver. Uh, half of us on this show went with Denver, myself and Tim in this series. Ken and Eric went with the Lakers. <sighs> Ken, um... How you feeling about the team? I know Denver wasn't a matchup that you were particularly excited about yeah. the Lakers having. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just pass the pass the mic over to you. The floor is yours, sir. Um, yeah, I was nervous about Denver um off top, just because like they were not the number one seed for you know no reason. Um first of all, congratulations to Denver. Um, I'm not even gonna hate um you Denver was the better team. Like, and they showed it like through and through. So definitely congrats. Um, hope y'all get a chip now. Hope they hope they go ahead and just win it all. So it'll be, so our loss will mean something. At least we <laughs> lost to the, you know, lost to the champs. As okay, Tim okay. would say, as Tim would say. Um, but no, I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I after we were down 3-0, I came to terms with us losing the series all together. But I did not for a second think that we would get swept. <laughs> and that's what hurt me. <laughs> I ain't going to watch team. Because I didn't, I was cool. I was like, okay, we'll lose this series. Cool. Like, it didn't even come through my mind. I'm like, ain't no way we can get swept. We're going to win at least one. But they, they, they put the brooms out on us, bro. I was not, I was not expecting that. Like, when I say I was legit hurt, like, I was like, in my chest, bro, mad. Like, I barely couldn't sleep. None of that. Um, the memes, though, was was 
blatant disrespectful, super disrespectful. <laughs> As Eric in the comments said, he only got 10 minutes, so he's about to get his ish off. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, I'm so, I ain't gonna lie, I'm salty as shit. Like, I was sad. I went through a whole bunch of different emotions. But it all comes down to we had a good season. Like, we had a really good season. Like, if you said at the beginning of the season that the Los Angeles Lakers was going to be in the Western Conference Finals, everybody would have laughed you out the damn door. Like, no one would have expected us to be in the, in the Western Conference Finals. So, I'm ex I'm very happy with the season that we had. We had a great season uh, because I I didn't even expect us to, to, to be there. Um, yeah, but your, your boy was salty. I ain't going to lie. I was in my chest. Man, the memes was hilarious. The funniest meme, I'll send it to y'all. The funniest meme, remember when LeBron um, fell and a fan had passed something because they spilled a drink on him? Dog. They had a meme that the fan passed him a broom, dog. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, God damn. <laughs> hey, that meme hurt, but it was hilarious, though. <laughs> Listen, like I you in the group chat, like, y'all had a good season. And... Yeah. Denver was just a better team, even in game three, where it felt like the refs really was trying to help out the Lakers. I was sitting there like, what are all these calls? Denver still won. They overcame it. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Eric got us a paragraph. What we got, E? Oh, shit. Let's celebrate Denver. They won that series. No shame in the Lakers getting swept because they fought in every game until the very end. Better team won, but salute to D-Han for getting those guys to buy in. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> And DM, uh, DM was has been amazing. He has, and you show like they were in every game. It's not like the Eastern Conference uh, Finals here, where you're watching <laughs> the team getting blown out. Like the Lakers were in every game. In Game Four, yeah. LeBron gave everything he had in that first he half. Put everything had 31 there. points in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. Three I was so <laughs> I was scared. I was like, "Yo, he got 30 at half. Like he don't got nothing. What else? What else he got?" You like right. if he's doing this at halftime, I'm like oh, I'm like LeBron, like you know, let, you, you, maybe we should split it up 15, 15 or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what What's interesting for me with this series is the fact that um, we've talked on this show about LeBron being older. We've mentioned you know LeBron's mm -hmm. getting older. The elevator don't go all the way to the top when it comes to his athletics. Like he don't mm -hmm. jump as high. It's just not the same. We've seen him taking off plays. We've seen all kinds of stuff from Brown to, for us to be like, on this show, he's getting older. But yet and still, the man was a top, what, 10 player in the NBA this year? Like whatever, really? however you want to put him, like LeBron is still producing. So this was the, this series was the one where I was like, oh, yeah, like Brian, Brian is really year 20. And it wasn't meant in no disrespectful way. It's just the fact mm. of like, We've seen him for so long because he's one of the greatest players to ever play basketball. We've seen him take games over. We've seen mm -hmm. him pull his team through when they ain't got it. And he tried. Like I said, that yeah. first half was like, oh, my God, LeBron. We having a vintage, as Michael Cole would say, vintage LeBron. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> then that second half came and you could tell the man was gassed. Like, yeah. he just did not have too much more to give. And... One more thing I just want to say before I pass the mic to to Tim. Mm. What was crazy to me is I felt like Austin Reeves was consistently like y'all's second best player. Because yeah. the game where AD was more mostly defense, couldn't prevent or provide him offense. Here's mm. Austin Reeves to, to, to fill in that void. Yeah. If Brown was being more, you know, facilitate, here comes Austin Reeves. I'll take the bet. I, I got you. 
Like mm-hmm. Austin Reeves was top two player at certain times in this series, top yeah. three easily uh, for the Lakers. It's just the fact that the best player on the court generally had a Denver Nuggets uh, uniform on, whether that was Murray, Jokic, like them two, them two dudes. Oh. Real quick before don't forget about him. Don't forget about him. God damn it. <laughs> hey, fuck two. Because every time that man scored, every time he scored, I was extremely pissed, bro. Every time that man scored, I was Oh, every game he almost got 20 on his bro. I'm like, come on. I was like, tell me shit, bro. Tell hey, fuck this shit up, man. All I did was tell the truth. Man, whatever. But no, no. Man, Murray, bro, was playing out, out his fucking mind. Dude, Jokic was making shots like ridiculous, bro. Yeah, like that three pointer, bro, when the time come on, dog. I was just like, come on, fam. Like this is like this is ridiculous, bro. Like what are, what is going on at this point, bro? Like I was like, all right, man, y'all can foot leaning back, what's falling away? Oh Nick, cash that motherfucker. I was like, come on, fam. <laughs> The first one, I was like, well, damn, he just threw that bitch up. Okay. But the one at the end of the game, I was like, oh, shit. He a bad man. Hey, he a bad man. Y'all was leaving him wide open for threes. He's like, all right, I'm going to cash this one right here, too. Right. I'm going to stand still. That... Listen. Yeah, yeah him man. and Murray, man. Uh, so, to be, again, kudos to y'all season. Mm-hmm. I'll start with love. Kudos with y'all season. Mm-hmm. Y'all turned you could have been hate, 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 hate. Because people forget that y'all had Russ and Pat at the beginning of y'all season. I don't think nobody mm-hmm. forgot that. Yeah, everybody know. It was easy to make them forget with the way y'all ended it, though. Nah, I'll put it like that. It was right. easy. Everybody talking about how it's in spite of and... Correct, correct. But the way that y'all ended the season, the way that y'all fought and legitimately did not get blown out every game. Like, y'all literally was within a possession or two for the most part all four games mm-hmm. it came down to some blunders by y'all top stars at the end of the game sadly but y'all really did fight mm-hmm. every single game so there's no shade there's no shame there the way that y'all started the season the way y'all were halfway through the season the way y'all were a month out before the playoffs started the way yeah. that y'all ended it bro you can just all you can do is tip your hat because y'all really fought and figured some shit out Mm-hmm. Can I carry over the next season? We'll see. There's a lot of decisions, a lot of changes that y'all gonna have to go through, a lot of free agency yeah. decisions. But there were of the people. The reason why that y'all made it to the playoffs is also the reason why y'all got kicked out of it. The trades that y'all made for the players that y'all brought in are the same niggas that did not show up in this Western Conference Finals. D'Lo mm-hmm. didn't really show up. Vanderbilt yeah. really won. And then uh, y'all didn't play Beasley at all, but I, I don't know if y'all play had him. Y'all, y'all traded for him at the deadline, I believe, right? Yeah, for Beasley. Like, Beasley got yeah. no pick except for garbage time. Mm-hmm. Like the cats that y'all traded for that really helped y'all with y'all turnaround didn't help y'all win a game. And they game. helped us get there though. They helped yeah. y'all get there, but again, yeah. y'all got all the way there, and then all of a sudden, the reason why that y'all got there. Didn't mm-hmm. show up at all, so it was kind of one of those double-edged swords kind of things. They really did yeah. turn y'all season around, but they really didn't help y'all continue it at the end of the at the end of the day. Bron, he could only he did everything he could do. Like seriously, like Bron was just there was nothing more that you could. If you got thirty yeah. points from Bron in a game, y'all was cool. Y'all got it in a half. Everybody mm-hmm. else needed to show up. 
D-Lo out here shooting one for 16 and shit. <laughs> Dennis Truder ain't hitting a goddamn open shot and missing bunnies. Y'all not pat y'all did not pass to Austin Rivers enough. That was, I think, y'all biggest mistake. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Rui was huge. No, Rui was huge. I, I agree with Eric. Rui stayed impactful from the time that y'all got him to the very end. Yeah. should have been really and i didn't know about him even Real quick about Rui because i saw a lot of washington fans being like man like why wasn't he doing this here and one thing about player development and how players are able to expand like he was playing next to anthony davis and lebron james like his role was different the weapons around him were different he was able to uh, not have to take on so much of a load because he had those two there with him. Like, of course, mm-hmm. I don't think that Rui would have ever hit those levels that he hit in LA in Washington with what they had going on there. Mm-hmm. The expectations was too high for him in Washington with the, the way he was where he was drafted at, things like that. Like, he had a lot of pressure on him in Washington, whereas coming over to LA, like, all right, you're not gonna be an option number one, two, or three. Maybe not even number four. Just come in and play, bro. And he he did that. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. he. He really helped y'all out a lot, which was dope to see. But, but, here we go. It's a damn shame when a grown man can't change the damn scoreboard, bro. Can't put nothing on the damn board. Y'all didn't make the niggas change the number once. Once. They could have went up there, climbed that damn ladder, and changed it to four to one, three to one, two to one, one to one, oh to one. They didn't change the ladder. They just climb up y'all side not one damn time. They didn't even look y'all way. Y'all got swept under the carpet with the rest of the shit. Ooh. Y'all motherfuckers, everybody, well, the first thing they want to do is talk about the goddamn Bucks and how we lost. We at least pinched the bitch. <laughs> I don't give a damn how close you was. You still didn't get the dub. Where run y'all get put up? It don't matter because you sitting there with uh, us right now. Hey. Right now. We, we, hey. And y'all ain't get a goddamn dub. The first. Hey. Whether we lost first round conference finals, we got a dub in a series. Y'all played a whole four games running up and down the court for what? To say we made it? (laughs) Fuck that shit. I tried to be nice to your fool ass yesterday. You said fuck me. Fuck you, nigga. Yes, fuck you. (laughs) Nigga, I'll say it again. Straight. So I don't show. Fuck you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Every TikTok I saw was so. Great. So here, here, here's the thing. For, for those of in our group chat, <laughs> it was quote unquote trying to be nice, saying that he he hoped that they were able to win, and Ken said, "Keep your hope. You don't mean it. <laughs> don't hear about it." And, and then I was my exact words was. Nigga, keep your hope because you don't give a damn about us, nigga. You don't care about us. Fuck For Denver. Every laugh I was sincere about against y'all. Every TikTok that I saw was sincerely enjoyed. Every bucket that Jamal Murray put on y'all fool ass was sincerely (laughs) celebrated. Fuck him. (laughs) Fuck him, bro. Hey. I'm letting him cook, man. And he don't get these many opportunities to cook. Like to be don't nice. let him cook. I was nice. I was sincerely trying to be nice. No, here's I'm the thing, because Eric pointed this out in the comments. Tim, you can't make the argument when Giannis was one list in the playoffs. Like, yeah. Listen, yeah, they didn't. We won a game against Miami, but we only won one game the entire playoffs. The Lakers at least won eight games before I got to this point. I'm letting him cook. 
I'm, I'm letting you cook. I'm clearing my head. I'm just saying. I'm so, letting you cook. Try, yeah, I know he wasn't trying to be nice. No, seriously. I was like, hey, good luck tonight. I hope y'all win one. I, it was no facetious nature behind it. It was no malice, no ill intent. I wasn't the only one. Bullshit. I was literally like, hey, good luck tonight. I hope y'all win. But why did you want them to win, Tim? Is it because it's a shame when a man can't change the scoreboard? It, it was a good game. It was a good series until the, it was a damn shame. <laughs> it was good until it was a damn shame. When a grown-ass man can't light up the scoreboard. Okay. Well, again, congrats to Denver. I got Denver winning it all at this point. Great team. It, it, it was uh, interesting to see. How many people would were like, oh man, yo, I I owe this man Jokic an apology. I, I didn't realize he was like this. Maybe in the, maybe the NBA should should play him or put more games of his on TV. And I'm like, y'all had <laughs> he's a two-time MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate people, dog. <laughs> hey, he finally be hey, he had to beat LeBron to prove himself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he got one of the best players in the league two years in a row. Like uh, that's wild, bro. I thought they were just trying to give him something. That's wild. What up, fam? Eric is calling cap on him, by the way. But I do. Speaking of cap, I do want y'all opinion if it's cap or not cap. At the end, during the press conferences and everything, LeBron came up and he said, "You know, I got a lot to think about." I'm trying to find the exact quote. Got a lot to think about when it comes to the game of basketball. Someone even followed up with them afterwards from ESPN. Like, what? What exactly? Like, I want to make sure I'm understanding you crystal clear. What do you mean? He's like, I got things to think about. You know, who knows? So, do y'all think Brian about to retire? Or Captain the- Cap. That's what he is. <laughs> the Captain <laughs> Cap. Captain Planet. Captain America. Let's get, cap- get Captain, Captain Cap, Cap, bro. Cap Tail. <laughs> El Capitone. That's El Capitone. Like, goddamn. That's what that thing is, bro. Hey, y'all heard him in his press conference. He was like, yeah, I knew Melo was about to retire before. Uh, bro, before I knew a week ago. But y'all gonna say I'm lying about this, too. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you're lying about a lot of shit. I mean, Captain Marvel. <laughs> bro, my bad. Captain <laughs> Cap, bro. Find the LeBron picture and put a cap on him. That's what he is. He sure, he'd be big cap and he knew what he was doing when he said that. Yeah. And listen, he ain't wrong. There's there's something about that because a few things are happening. One, I took it personally as this man just got swept. And it's a tough L to take. He gave everything he case. had. It wasn't enough. Bad L. He's still in the type of way about it. It shouldn't be taken too seriously. It's the emotions of it. I remember I saw it, someone posted it. Magic Johnson did the same thing. I think it was like in 91 after they lost. I don't know. This might be it. I'll retire. Like, it. you talk bad L. Like, that happens. So, I, it could just be the emotions, which I think is a big part of it. One, he is mm-hmm. getting, I mean, he's also getting older. He knows that. But we all know he wants to play with Bronny. So, mm-hmm. Is this a proper? Is this is this leverage for the Lakers front office? Is this uh, you know? Hey, I might retire, but maybe if I go get Kyrie or somebody else, I can come back. It could be leverage. It could be. I mean, LeBron James is still a top ten player in the NBA. So until he becomes, until he's not that, I don't see. You know, then I don't. You know, the Lakers, you know, can do something else. But we we can't. I don't. I don't know. Him retiring is cap, but him, him. That's that's complete cap. Oh, he coming back. Um, that's what I believe. And him playing with Bron, that could be a leverage for Bronny to play. I I'm not mad at it. To be fair though, 
if they put a slightly better team around him, because like I said, they they said that they was looking into Trey Young and seeing what they can do to try to grab Trey Young. Ah, fuck me. Wait, I don't know if I want. <laughs> one, y'all need. I don't know if I want. Players. I don't know if I want Trey Young. Two, y'all need a point guard. Three, oh. y'all can't do much worse than Trey. Would you rather have Kyrie or would you rather have Trey? Trey, I personally rather have Kyrie. I rather y'all have a better point guard than a point scorer. I, 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 I know Trey Young has good assist numbers and all that type of stuff. Um, he does really set his team. He he sets him up with the way, but he will chuck some shit. So you gonna get D-Lo's averages sometimes, but you at least still get 10 to 11 assists up the nigga. <laughs> oh no, bro. Sometimes, but then other times you'll get thirty-five and thirteen from. Him. I don't know how I feel about. I really don't know about Trey Young. Yeah, and I know that might sound crazy to some to say that, but I don't really know if I want. I would, I would want him. Yeah, and I did see some people thinking that, like, if LeBron does retire, it's going to mm-hmm. be a year off, and then he comes back the next year when Bronny uh, can get drafted. I don't know. I don't know. But again, I'm taking it more so as, and Eric agrees with, with me and Ken here, uh, Ky, Kyrie over Trey. Yeah. Um, yeah, and to Shell's point, Trey Young is a dominant ball handler. He's point guard by position only. Exactly. Like, he passes. He gets assists. But he's not... That ain't gonna work, that ain't gonna work for AD and LeBron, though. Yeah, he's not, he's, like a four, he's not a four general type of point guard where he's setting you up because, like, his pass saw something and he got you open. He's more of, like, his right play. Then they'd rather have Chris Paul. But to be fair, Trey is on a team where he can be, hey, I'm the ball dominant guy. I'm the nigga. I'm the man. This is my team. You put him on a team with LeBron and AD, he don't have that. Who knows? He might still think that. He don't have that. Maybe the bars might think whatever he wants to when he get there in LA. Who knows? Eric said. What I mean? Uh, what he go? He go come in Westbrook. <laughs> we at least know Kyrie can share the ball with LeBron, and his defense is better. He's also better off ball than Trey Young is, and he would be off ball a lot in LA with LeBron mm-hmm. James there. Um. Yeah. So everybody's saying Kyrie me. Cap, cap, cap for uh, LeBron retire. Yeah, yes. cap for sure. Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of his shit. I think he'd be lying. All right. The other conference final series, as I mentioned, the game kicks off at 730. It's about 717 right now here is Miami and Boston. Miami currently has a 3-0 lead against That's Boston. Crazy. I picked Boston in this series. I did not see them getting slapped around like this. Miami has taken their heart and they sold. Uh, going into game four tonight, been a lot of uh, bravado from Boston talking, don't let us get one. Better not let us win tonight. Keep talking, uh, Keep talking shit to Jimmy. Y'all ain't learned. <laughs> a goddamn lesson. Not 20 point lesson, not a 15 point lesson, not a 30 point lesson. Y'all would know. That sure would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That man had that man had Drew Holiday out of character sitting there talking, <laughs> and talking. I was sitting there like, Drew is what is Drew talking about here? And then he started he felt like he had to fight back. <laughs> he could only fight back with words. That, <laughs> that did not help. That did not help. I had to fight oh. back. Oh, Jimmy. now you talking? No, come. On. No, but the thing is, Jimmy started talking to Drew first, and then Drew just kept talking. After that, it was like, oh, you let him get you out of character, boss. You shouldn't have did that, but. Eric said, can't lie, got to give Tim some credit because watching Miami do this uh, to Boston does make me feel slightly better about the Bucks season. 
or series hashtag hater season yeah yeah bro like I, I think one of the biggest things that was when I was thinking about why you didn't believe in Boston is because you didn't believe in their reserves not Boston Miami because you didn't really and they and they sitting here hooping but that's what that's why I believed in my that's what I said I was like their reserves have truly stepped up like Gabe Vincent and fucking uh Caleb Martin like them niggas have really stepped up they playing defense they playing offense they passing the goddamn ball you don't need Bam to put a 20 because them motherfuckers is doing it themselves fucking uh, Duncan Robinson out here looking like old Duncan Robinson. That's like, the thing. That's what I kept feeling like, listen, they've been playing above their heads. At some point, this has to come back down. And I thought mm-hmm. that Boston's defense would be able to do it because one thing we know about Boston is that when they're engaged, their defense is top tier. Like, they are mm-hmm. great defensively. But to Malcolm Brogdon's point that he said, like, when they offense isn't humming, their defense suffers because they don't continue to have the same focus defensively when the ball isn't going through the hoop. And mm-hmm. Miami zone has given them fits whenever Miami goes into that. The 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 Jays have been broke. <laughs> and like broke five broke. We ain't got it. Like broke. <laughs> like them Jays been looking like hella elves. <laughs> <laughs> they took that curve the other way. God damn. <laughs> I didn't see Boston looking this bad. Like I think Boston will win tonight. I think they'll they'll win game four. They can't they can't go out like that. Although I did see a funny uh, meme on Twitter. Y'all seen remember in Insecure when um, Easter Ray was driving Uber, and then the the Crip neighbor is a Crip neighbor or blood neighbor. He was a Crip. No, he was a blood. He was a blood because it was bear bears. Mm-hmm. We got into the Uber neighbor play. Hey, it was like here, wow. go the, here go the Celtics seeing the Lakers at 0-3 in the car too like I'm here like everybody was talking about the NBA script and how the NBA was going to try to make it LA versus Boston for the 18th time they see each other and I would have loved it I'm sure you would have but listen <laughs> uh, Jimmy Butler and Jokic got different plans and on top of that I know people are saying like this won't be a fun NBA finals and maybe not for casual fans because the <laughs> it's not there, but for NBA fans or fans of basketball, one stylistically the matchup will be interesting. But also, two, uh, these teams kind of got a little heat with each other because if you remember, um, but which Morris brother was on uh, Miami at that time? Whichever Morris brother was, Mark Markeith maybe. But when he got hit in the back by Jokic, he hit Jokic first, and Jokic didn't like that, and he, he came did. back and pushed that man from behind, and that man had whiplash for like four months. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> like it's, it's some bad heat. It's some bad heat. But Jimmy was like, bring your ass outside. Hey, Jokic brothers were standing up looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You and you, I'm Hemi. Come on out here. Back, back in the bubble, Kyle Lowry and uh, Aaron Gordon got into it. If you remember when he was playing for Orlando still, and Kyle Lowry was like, my room number is 836, buddy. What you going to do about that? Ain't nobody here but us. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was literally no one else. Bones, my nigga. Come on down the hall. <laughs> Eric said it was Keith. It was the, uh, the Morris brothers. And to Mark's point here, the Celtics got their chain took. And Jimmy's yeah. wearing it proudly. <laughs> Jimmy walking around wearing it. That nigga trolling him on the court, doing the timeout signal and shit like that. That they That's were doing. That's Al Horford's fault. Jimmy's yeah. dishing yeah. that back. Jimmy got mad. Hey, how you 
get mad at the nigga for trolling you. Because I save it. <laughs> Draymond Green's podcast has been interesting since they've been put out, I'll say. Uh, he was talking about that and he said that Al Horford is somebody who always is sneakily talking crap behind, like just always talking, but he can't handle it when mm. it's bitch back at him. Mm. Can't handle it when it's dish back at him. He was very strong about that and mentioned the fact that uh, when they were playing each other, he had did his uh, Draymond celebration in the finals, and then the next game, Draymond did it back in his face. And he's an Al didn't like that either. He was like, it wasn't as uh, visible as what Jimmy did. Since Jimmy gets down on the got down on the knee, the T in his face while yeah. staring into that made it. See this shit. Never- uh, he done hit him with the DX. Say, like, yeah. <laughs> so it was funny because I was actually talking to my guy. My guy was like, yeah, I'm a big uh, Boston fan. He was like, so this shit just kind of crazy. Uh, looking at this, he was like, so I'm voting for Miami if we do lose. I was like, oh, I told him my theory. I was like, hey, if we lose to the team, I'd rather lose to the team that wins the chip than just another nigga that sitting on the couch with us too. But mm. he was like, I was like, the only thing is, I was like, who the fuck going to talk shit? I like, like, who will talk shit to Jimmy? I like, the only person I can think of would be Murray. He just go cook. Yeah, he's gonna hoop. Like, yeah, he just go hoop. He just go hoop. Murray be yapping. He always talk after he hit them step back threes. On we way, don't be like talking to the opponents. He just be talking. Like there's a difference. Yeah. But Jimmy hear that shit. To him, you talking to him. Help <laughs> so, in the comments. I remember when Giannis stared down Al? Yes, I do. And Al Horford cooked. That point forward last year. Yeah, he did. Uh, Eric also <laughs> added the fact that Spo and Mike Malone getting a week to prep for each other should make for a good chess match. Because here's the thing. If Boston does lose tonight and they get swept, uh, the finals ain't going to start no sooner. So we still have to wait until the beginning of June for the NBA finals to start. So we're going to have a week pretty much without NBA basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hey, Boston, go ahead and extend this series so we can keep watching uh, <laughs> NBA basketball. But of course, WNBA has also kicked off as well. So it would be unfair to say there'll be no basketball on your screen because it will be. It just won't be NBA mm. basketball if this series ends early. And Eric also added that uh, Aaron Gordon is also always getting into it with people. It's very true. Hence him, uh, Kyle telling him, my room number is 836. What you going to do about that, buddy? Pull up, my guy. But yeah, I don't. I got no words for Boston. I'm just glad my, we didn't even look that bad against Miami, and we had a half of Giannis. They healthy. Yeah, but a half of like, they have a fully healthy <laughs> squad. Like there is no excuse for these niggas. But like I was saying before the show, we always talk about how Jalen Brown has always been the consistent of the two, and yeah, Tatum can get hot, but Brown. He, I was like thinking back on it and looking back at the couple of games, I was like, the nigga really usually have like a quarter, maybe two, but other than that, he's really not consistent. He consistently turned a goddamn ball over, I'll tell you that much. He always giving it a problem. Yeah. He will always get a ball away. But <laughs> consistently just like being that guy to carry the t- like just kind of keep them afloat most of the games is mm-hmm. because he'll have one crazy ass quarter. And then Tatum will have a crazy ass quarter, which kind of mm. supplements the whole goddamn game. Because you have Al Horford in between, you'll have Brogdon in between, you'll have Derek White in between. But typically the Jays, they'll give you one, maybe two, they'll give you one phenomenal fucking quarter. And the rest of it be like, where the hell these motherfuckers go? Where they been at? 
listen, them Jays got to show up tonight. If Boston gonna win and extend this series, they got to show Jays. up tonight. And if I'm kind of at a at a at a crossroads because of how Boston was saying, don't let us win one tonight. If they lose. Twitter is about to be so like just the internet's gonna be so. You going to Twitter? I'm going to TikTok. It's gonna go crazy. So they're gonna go crazy. We'll 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 see how that goes. We'll see. The game is kicking off, or not kicking off, uh, tipping off uh, in a few minutes here. So if y'all don't keep seeing my head turning like this, I'm just trying to see what's happening with the game real quick. Safe travels, Jay. Yes, hey. sir. And speaking of uh, safe travels and happy returns and all of those good things here, Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement from the NBA uh, with the pretty, pretty cool video. Mm-hmm. Just recapping a stellar career. <clears throat> Not even just thinking about his NBA career, but just a stellar basketball career. What he did in mm-hmm. college, what he's done for USA Basketball, what he's done in the league, like one of the best scores thine eyes have have seen. Mm-hmm. So, salute to Melo, three to the head for Melo. Hey. Uh, it's been a lot of conversation now with this retirement being announced <laughs> around who's the number being retired. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this on Tech File already. Like, this is something we talked about years ago because of Giannis. Yeah. And we saw this, we're like, okay, he's wearing 34. That's Ray Allen's number. What happens if Giannis or Pat? And this was, again, before the MVPs, before this, we just saw the potential of Giannis. And we're like, hey, what happens if he becomes this, this, this great player? Does his number get retired? Or does his Ray Allen get number get retired? Yeah. Like Eric said back then, like, yo, just put both of them up there if, if it's that if it's that deep. Have two thirty fours in the Raptors, but at this point, when it that? comes to Milwaukee, it's one thirty four in the Raptors, and that's that's <laughs> mm-hmm. um, But as for Denver, do y'all think that Melo should also have his number retired in Denver with Jokic there, or do y'all think that it's another franchise that should have those honors and those honors only? I feel like it should because mm, Yoke out here. Same records, changing history, like truly, like legitimately. And he didn't force his way out. He did not. Ooh. But those of us who've been there since the beginning know Denver Mello was uh, that nigga. <laughs> hey, bro was a monster. Like I said, I've always stood on the fact that I felt like he should have won rookie of the year instead of LeBron. But that's just me. That's just me, but I felt like he had a better rookie year and better impact on the Nuggets than LeBron did their rookie year. Mm-hmm. All other years, eh, we ain't talking about that. <laughs> but Nuggets Mellow was a monster. See, I'm see, going to New York, man. Me too. That's that's the one where I'm like, like I get the because for especially being black, uh, Denver Mellow was like first of all that jersey was a hood classic. That that yeah. yellow Denver Nugget baby blue powder uh, blue yellow. Fire. Everybody fire. had that. And then they had them Jordans that had just came out that matched that jersey perfectly, which I will never. I think it was the thirteens that came out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> like just on that yeah, for sure. But the thing with Denver, when I think of Melo, like he started his career in Denver, outstanding career again because there was real mm-hmm. arguments about who's better, LeBron or Carmelo. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget that Carmelo did force his way out of Denver. 
to mm-hmm. go to New York. Things did not end on the best terms. And that doesn't mean that he can never, you know, have any recognition in Denver. But like when it mm-hmm. comes to having numbers in the rafters, to me, it makes more sense for that to be done in New York. Because if you remember when he went to New York, he was the first star New York had gotten in ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He decided to spend his prime years in New York playing for this franchise. He is the reason that they had any success <laughs> during that time period in the 2000s. Like, it was mellow. Like They only made the playoffs once, but like he is still like top 10 in scoring for the Knicks. Like He has, I think, points per game. He's top three for the Knicks. Like I think he deserves it because most of the numbers that they have hanging in the Raptors were from that championship team and then like Patrick Union. Patrick Union, I think like one other person. And I think Melo fits uh, mm-hmm. in New York lore to have his number up there in in, yeah. uh, in the garden. Yeah, true. Is there such thing as like honorary? Like you can, it's like your number can, you know, like it technically isn't. Oh, but Jersey in the Raptors, my nigga, what you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Like he could just be honorary, like in Denver or something. It's a lot know. of your they Jersey can, the Raptors, No, they can still give him recognition because of what he did there because he started his career, but I don't know. Figure something else out. It's yeah. not in the Raptors, it's in the hallway. <laughs> hey, bro. Somewhere. Utility is just. Yeah, somewhere, man. So he can still, still you know. that should have been. He can still get his love, man. <laughs> Like, he, I, he deserves some love, but I think Denver, too. Like, if you have to, I say Denver, too, because of the fact that, like, really, Denver Mello was, he was the motherfucking, like, yes, he did force his way out. And I'm not saying that it should only be Denver. I agree wholeheartedly with New York for sure, for sure. Yeah. I like, but I feel like the impact that he made on Denver really, it was huge, honestly. And, like, them team, George Carl be fucking shit up. But them teams. Yeah. <laughs> like, that he was on and what he was doing there still made a big impact on the Denver culture. Yeah, I feel it. And, and here's the thing, too. If Jokic and them win the title this year, I really don't think there's an argument anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, like, now you might be able to be like. Well, I mean, they made the finals. It really kind of ain't no argument now. I'm. I already said to me, Jokic has already surpassed what Melo has done in, in a Denver Nuggets mm-hmm. uniform. But I'm saying, like, yeah. for me, like, if he wins a title too, it's solidified. Like, I don't think there's really an argument at any other point of, like, let's also hang up Melo's 15. Like, it'll be the same thing how I feel about Giannis here, where it's like, it's just, you didn't do as much for the franchise as this individual did in that number. And that's cool. Does not mm-hmm. mean that you weren't good. It's just, that's where it's at. I see some folks in the comments here. Uh, Mark said that no one should wear his USA number ever. That's another jersey yeah. that you retired. That one I can't definitely get agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Well, he got four, three gold medals, medals, right? Three gold medals, four medals. Yeah. Can they put a hoodie in the rafters? Yo, hey. rafters. oh, do the hood dog. That'll be fine. <laughs> hoodie mellow with the greatest. You know what they should do? That they should have like a silhouette, and they should have a hoodie with mellow name above it or on the hoodie. Instead of the, number, the hoodie yeah. mellow on there, because hoodie yeah. mellow was the greatest basketball player ever known. Yeah. That nigga put the hood up like conspiracy brother, and he could everybody. Hood. <laughs> hood. <laughs> now I'll, I'll give okay. There you go, Ken. The honorable mention. The thought of it. There you nigga. go, hoodie. Hoodie mellow. There we go. We we figured well, it out. Hoodie over the actual number, so you can't see the number. All right. <laughs> we figured it out. We figured it out. <laughs> Oh, That's my dude, out, man. Shout out to Mello. Shout out to Mello. Um, I'm the Mello of the pod. We we have said that. Yes, yes, that is what we have said. Just coming and pulling, just coming and shooting. Imagine if he actually <laughs> did go to Miami with them like they they wanted him to. I have no idea how that would have worked. 
That would they already had of the top ain't five. Ain't balls. That's what, That's what I'm saying. Like they already had a tough time adjusting to just. There's only one ball. All four. It would have might. They might not have won. I don't know. Who knows how how history might have changed if that would have happened? Or if they all went to Chicago like Brian said they were supposed to do. <laughs> that didn't happen. It was already. I don't know. He was capping about that. That nigga Captain Crunch be on some bullshit. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> no I don't know. Kevin Crunch. Okay. Shout out to Mello again. We're going to keep it moving. Um, as mentioned at the start of the show, the Bucks have narrowed down their head coaching candidates to three. Mm-hmm. And the, the scuttlebutt is that the Bucks will be making a decision before the week is up. They want to get this locked in sometime soon. So Those three final candidates for the Bucks head coaching gig, Kenny Atkinson, Adrian mm-hmm. Griffin, and Nick Nurse. Mm, no Frank Vogel. No, oh, he wasn't even a conversation. I don't even know. Yeah, the damn meme the other day, like, bro, they weren't even talking about this nigga. Who hey, hey, man, I like Frank for y'all, man. The Bucks like interviewed Frank like fifteen people. Frank Vogel might have been one. I don't even remember at this point. I like Frank for y'all, man. Hey, he's a championship coach, man. You ain't even like Frank at the time. I like Frank. Hey, he I got a like shit. He was cool he was with, with me. I was cool with him. He was with me. Frank was a good coach. It's just then they 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 got Westbrook and the roster didn't make sense. Yeah, you know, you know, somebody got to go. And we grew the kids in that damn position. Remember, we were talking about that shit for a while. We got all this Man, so of those three candidates, I saw Eric earlier in the comments make his opinion known with the fact that he wants it to be Kenny, 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 but he thinks it's going to be Nick Nurse. And I think that all of the Bucks fans on this pod are in that same boat. We all three of us want Kenny. I was like, I wanted Kenny from the jump. You did, because it was actually Shells. I think he's still in the comments. Who said like, "Yo, about like Kenny, someone who I would kind of consider." And we all were like, "That's actually a really interesting name." I didn't think about no mm-hmm. Kenny Atkinson. Mm-hmm. Shells was the first person I saw to say like, "What about Kenny Atkinson?" And I thought about it after that, and I was like, "There's a fit there. He seems like a really balanced coach, analytics driven." Uh, we saw what he did in Brooklyn. He had those two trash teams <laughs> after uh, they traded for uh, KG and Paul Pierce. And they didn't have no draft picks. And they were just in hell when it comes to roster construction. <laughs> Yet and still, I mean, the first two seasons were tough. But then they won, was it 42 games or something like that when they made the playoffs with that real fun team with D-Lo and D-Lo and, D-Lo and like them. Yeah, they was, was hooping. That was a fun team. They had nobody and they was hooping. And that's when that's when KD and Kyrie said, like, you know what? Y'all got some good going on in Brooklyn. We want to come be part of that too. And we come over that, and blow it all up. Exactly. By part of that, they meant make it our own and get rid of everybody. <laughs> and we had to go and play, bro. Like the team was already good. They were supposed to get dropped into that motherfucker, added to the mix, and make them a championship squad because they had a bunch of niggas that was ready to be role players that was going to be cold. We got you. I was actually a fan of Campanazzo too. Like I, I thought he was like a, a pretty decent point guard, a backup mm-hmm. at least. They got rid of air goddamn buddy. Yep, <laughs> everybody brought in everybody who KD and Kyrie want, even the coach. Because then they remember they were saying got, you oh, got him paid. Like damn. Ken, Mark in the comments says Kenny has the highest ceiling, and that's an interesting because for me. The ceiling with Kenny doesn't feel to be the highest. He feels like the most balanced choice to me, where it's like, we know he likes analytics. We know he'll do in-game adjustments. Um, He's somebody who's a straight shooter. Haven't heard anything about him having poor relationships with the front office. Um, So yeah, Kenny's my pick, but 
if it was Nick Nurse, I wouldn't be mad at it, like as I would have been a couple weeks ago. Because of course, with his name being folded out there with the Bucks gig, there has been a lot of articles and podcasts focusing on what his fit might be like in mm-hmm. Milwaukee, as well as what happened to, that went wrong in Toronto. I mean, look at Nick Nurse, uh, very butt like in the sense of like the coaching acumen, where you're just like uh, defense first, offense is whatever y'all really want to do for the most part. Which is why I was like, that's not exciting to me because the Bucks struggle with half court offense. They need somebody to come in who can get them together in the half court offense. And mm-hmm. Nick Nurse, uh, one thing about him though, he is so creative and innovative, and he'll try anything when it comes to schemes and defensively. The idea of what he could do with Giannis, after seeing what he was able to do with Kawhi, with Scotty Barnes, like it's it's fascinating to me to think about what that might look like. But mm-hmm. Nick Nurse has also been reported to have problems with the front office uh, when he was in Toronto. Buttonheads there, uh, buttonheads with some of the players because he wouldn't play some. He had favorites and would just play his guys. And that part is kind of like don't don't feel too great about that. But mm-hmm. I could always talk myself into a different perspective of it, which is, well, look at the roster they gave him. It didn't make sense for what he wanted to do. And we've discussed Mm -hmm. on this show plenty of times about how there are certain coaches that are better suited for coaching certain types of teams. Some guys are better with more veteran-led teams where they're trying to win a championship and get there. Some guys are better for development. Some guys, you know, they can, whatever. But Nick Nurse technically fits what this Bucks roster would look for in a coach when it comes to a head coach who can coach bets and kind of get you there. So, like, again, I wanted to be Kenny, but if mm-hmm. it's Nick Nurse, I'm not going to be mad. That's fair. I, I like Kenny because, again, we've seen what he can do with nothing. We've yep. seen that from the creative aspect on the, the half-court side, the X's and O's side, the half-court side, the defensive side like he can take he took really a rag of the island of lost toys and shit <laughs> and turned him into like a, a legit basketball squad so i would love to see what he do with a legit squad you can know i say I mean? one thing too about that he also coached brooke lopez uh right before he went to the lakers and said hey you should start shooting threes and look where that's led yeah like it, it just seems like kenny atkinson would be more so the not just for today, but for tomorrow. Like not just for this roster, but for a, if it was a young roster growing. Because we seen a roster that didn't have nobody. We seen a roster that needed player development. We seen a roster that had stars on it. Now, granted, the stars that he brought in was egotistical. But who's probably the most coachable superstar in this league is probably Giannis. Yeah. So you bring in a coach who not only loves analytics, but knows how to deal with players who aren't necessarily superstars and can find roles for guys who are still trying to find their footing in the league and good with player development or bring in a staff that can help with player development. Now you not only have a coach for today, if the the veterans leave on this squad and we're starting to fill up with younger players or players that are kind of still trying to find their footing, whether that's free agents, whether that's draft picks, he knows how to deal with those type of players mm-hmm. as well since he's been there already. He knows how to deal with a squad that may have had aspirations of a playoff push or a championship push and things like that and had to deal with and navigate the circumstances. He had time to go ahead and reflect on how what he did right, what he did wrong, be on other coaching staff, kind of pick up a couple other things he's been with Golden State. So he's over there with Kerr. He's figuring out some of the things that he does well, some of the things he does wrong. He's seen what a motherfucking Draymond can do to the squad. He's seen or a, a chemistry issue like that. But he's also seen what winning can do too. 
he's been on championship squad technically so like he's been in the situation in essence like you said the most balanced he's been full spectrum he's been from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs with a whole team veterans the young players the whole night so i feel like kenny when like when i had chances to really sit down with like kenny has the he's the coach that has been able to do and deal with all of it so mm-hmm. i would he would find some shape form or fashion to be able to do that plus bringing over some curves goods from golden state which made them tick offensively to add in what, what he's been able to do defensively since he's also part of the bud tree so he could probably bring some of that in too like i'm when he came was brought, I was like, yeah, that's it. Right there. Yep, that's what I want. I want him right there. <laughs> he was also on Ty Lue's staff for a little bit with the Clippers. And he was with Dan Tony uh, for a little bit as well when he was with the Knicks. Yeah, give me so, Kenny. Like, he has a, like, he's been able to pick up offense from Mike Dan Tony, Mike Budenholzer, and Steve Kerr. Like, it's, it's, to me, like, again, the most balanced option. And shout out to Adrian Griffin. Um, again, he's an assistant coach for the Toronto Raptors right now, and he is just an assistant who uh, has commanded respect for what he's been able to do. Um, but as I've said before, a first-time head coach coming into a gig where it's like it's championship or bust. Not sure if that's the most uh, the best way to start up a coaching career, and not sure if it's the best fit for the Milwaukee Bucks. So I would think that it's either going to be Kenny or Nick. Uh, Please, I hope it's Kenny, but if it's Nick Nurse, I'm not going to flip a table or nothing like that. <laughs> and just look forward to what creative ways that he's going to try to use his team defensively because that's that's what he do. And he used to be an offensive coach, but then the Toronto offense just fell off a cliff the last couple of seasons. So, again, it could be roster construction. It could, like, you know, it could be assistant. So, if it is Nick Nurse, I do want to say this too. If it is Nick Nurse... I hope that he brings a really offensive-minded uh, assistant coach with him, kind of like when he had Chris Finch um, on his bench. Bars. Yeah. All right. Ken, I know you don't really care uh, about who the Bucks. I'm not. I, I want. I want the Bucks to succeed. So, I, Tim sold me on Kenny. On Kenny Atkins. There you go. We hope it's Kenny. We come back next week. Hopefully. Make be, but uh, you know, always black man though. You know. I know. That's the only thing. Adrian Griffin. Yeah. She's not yeah, a good so. fit. So, oh, black, black man, black man, black man. And for those who want to try to bring up Darvin Ham with this Lakers squad, you niggas didn't think them no fuckers were gonna make it to the conference finals after a week of the season and after I the playoffs. It. So don't, no, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> we were saying the whole time with Darvin Ham as Bucks fans, like we hope he lands well. Like we want Darvin to succeed. So I'm happy the Lakers were able to make it to the Western Conference Finals. And Bobby Portis also accidentally tweeted, not accidentally, but he tweeted like, yo, nobody wants to talk about the fact that we lost D-Ham and how much that affected us this season. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. Because again, with Adrian Griffin, it's like, for assistance, it's like, I don't, I can't tell you what an assistant coach does on a day-to-day basis. I can't tell you nothing about them because we're not privy to those conversations. Unless an article comes out about how they've affected the coaching staff, we don't know. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to, to have a gauge on them. Right. Ah. Let's see. Number four on our docket this evening. The NFL draft in 2025 is coming to Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> Green Bay hosting the draft. And I saw so many people, even sports writers, like, this is a terrible idea. Uh, it's not going, where, 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 where we going to stay at? Where are we going to stay? Where are we going to stay? Where are you going to stay? 
Trailer parks. That's where we. That's you saying in living room. Trailer parks. Green Bay might not have a Four Seasons or a Ritz Carlton or anything like that, but like they got hotels. And if people are worried about how many hotels in the area, when Nashville hosted it, everybody didn't stay in Nashville. Like they stayed in some cities outside of Nashville. The same thing would happen with Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay, you got a casino too, which. Yeah, they do. Go ahead and stay at the whole (laughs) chunk. They can stay in Appleton. Some people can stay in Door County. They want to have a have a nice little trip there, and then you know come to Green Bay, Appleton, Sheboygan. If you're not from here, you like Fondy. I don't know what these words mean. But there are cities around Green Bay with hotels. Yeah, Ashwaubenon down, down the street. Come on now. <laughs> Shoot, great city. Some people might stay in Milwaukee and just travel the hour and a half to Green Bay. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. It ain't it ain't that bad. If you like, drive the limit is too. If you if you you know you feeling a little frisky, you know about an hour and twenty. Frisky. It's either gonna be beautiful weather or a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In June. In June. Yeah. I was just gonna say. It's, it's, it's April. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's April. Yeah. Well, you really don't know what. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> we don't know what that's gonna be. Hey, like, we're gonna be in snowsuits at the at the draft. Hey, you really yeah. don't know who to draft in Green Bay, motherfucker. You can play in the cold. <laughs> Hell yeah, give me him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's a bunch of fans who are fanatics of their team because you only go to the NFL draft if you are a certain level of NFL fans. That's not a casual, yeah, fan event. So like the people who are coming are going to be diehard fans, and I'm sure. With that being said, they're going to appreciate coming to Green Bay because it's there's no other city like sports city like Green Bay in American sports. It's the smallest market period across all the major sports. Uh, in America, and everybody knows how dedicated it is to how that city is dedicated to the Packers. So, for those who are thinking about coming up to Green Bay for the draft, I would encourage you because I'm sure it's going to be a week long tailgate <laughs> in oh, Green Bay. Tailgate probably going to be crazy. Listen, low key, bro. You go get all the free food you want. It's only like 12 blocks, but still. And they got the title town district now. So they got the spa. They got all these other buildings and stuff. Like, it'll be fine. Like, it'll be fine. It's a draft. We might have free sports betting up there by that time anyway. You might. Whole Trump got it, I believe. Yeah, go, go hit the casino. That's Tim. See, I don't know why Eric thought it was going to be me. <laughs> uh, I mean, they got, hotels, they got hotels at the casino. So it's like, why not stay there? Like, if you're really concerned about it, they have regular hotels or they have the high class ass casino that we supposed to have up there. Go ahead, stay at the hotel. And as Mark said, it's free to go. You ain't got to pay no money to go to no draft. Like, it's. Oh, for real? Why I never do that? Because it's never here. <laughs> it's always been I, like. I, thought you had, I swear, I never knew it was free. I, I thought you had to this shit. Yeah. I'm Man. definitely running the 40 up in that motherfucker. You ain't going to be. It ain't nowhere to run a 40 unless they have like a. Well, shit, I'll thing. find one. I'm hey, fine. we can breathe. Hey, bro, we can breathe some cones and do something, bro. We can make it happen, bro. Because if we can do this shit on the street, I'm saying we can make it happen, bro. We, we can money. record people. It's money. On hey, that. we can we can charge people. Hey, we five dollars. Raise my man's for five dollars. Oh, that's low. That's low as shit. Give me fifteen. Fifty. Say less. Twenty bucks. So twenty twenty five NFL draft tech file will be there. We there. You think you so fast coming race town? I'm gonna get my let's go. Who gonna race my boy? Who gonna race him? My feet pull up. Pull up. Pull up. That's what I'm talking about. Be honest, uh, fighting for. I think, I think that, ain't, that ain't free. That's no, we we'll go. We we'll gonna go a dub. Just even a we'll go quick. Even dub. dub. You know, it's even like dub. even dub. That's all right. Even dub. It's an inflation. 
Inflation. <laughs> Future inflation. Does. Yeah, fam. Yeah, fam. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be fun. I think Green Bay is a city that uh is gonna have a be a real good host mm-hmm. for yeah. the NFL draft. For so sure. that Wisconsin Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. I, the, t- the time I went up there, I had a ball, and I'm not a Packers fan, and was, I loved it. We did have fun. I ain't gonna lie, like I loved it. I was like, this shit is all right. You came a real fan that day. Hey, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> God damn it, he got me. <laughs> got his ass. Damn it, he got me. <laughs> Hey, man, it's black quarterback, man. What can you say, though? That's going to be a good time, though, for real. Hey, you know, we might make a thing. Maybe that'll be a tech file event. Mark said he might have to pull up for the meetup. Oh, pull up. Pull up on me. And she also, I love going to Green Bay for a game. It's it's nothing like it. Everybody be tailgating at 7, 6 o'clock in the morning, like, eating rocks at... (laughs) (laughs) Sausages. And shot, and you walk past people like you want a shot, and it's like, all right, man, sure, whatever. But no, big ups to Green Bay is big for the cities. It's big for the state. Uh, It is. It brings us so much money. Yes, for three days, like it's. Mm -hmm. It should be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Last but not least, (laughs) y'all, WWE United Champions is this Saturday um, in Saudi Arabia. Saudi money. Some more of the the the, the Saudi We're money. We get money. That song is. I heard uh, this racing. I was like, this is this is kind of racist. Like super right. Hey, that's why I stopped it because it's so right. I was like, who let Buster Rhymes make this man make this song? Oh man. Certified <laughs> banger. Hey, oh, what? No. Mark said he's gonna be the one. He's gonna be the one white dude at the meetup. But you gonna hey, listen, we gonna be the. The, the five black folks in Green Bay. So exactly, they, they right, gonna like, about. <laughs> right? You gonna you, you, you get it? Or, you know, hey, they gonna think you're a local, bro. You, you all got nothing to worry about. Yeah, was <laughs> last time we went up there, man. Oh, last time we were there, that group from LA. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We only seven. Them niggas tried to get all the free shit. No, we hey, got all what? You want the free niggas? They was making their rounds, bro. And fam, they got fed without having no, they didn't have nothing. They just had good attitudes. And they was walking around, hey, free food. Eating and drinking. They was eating and drinking for free. For everybody. We'll give you a <laughs> Let me get a shot of yours. God damn. They did give us some liquor, though. <laughs> yeah, they did. They, they did. had some of your meats. Pause. No, nigga. Whoa. Shit. <laughs> All right. Sniper Champions. Premium meat. Now. <laughs> 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 there are seven matches on the card that we know of here. I'm just going to run through the card. Gents, I know y'all have been more tapped in than I have. Uh, I have watched the last few, but oh, Shells, what you're saying? What to? The meats? <laughs> hey, I'm going to try full. Premium meat. We got the picture, fam. We can't have Oh, yeah. It was a picture of me holding some meat, bro. <laughs> All the meats. It's in there. <laughs> But no, okay. Night of Champions, seven matches. I'm gonna read the car. Y'all tell me, like, yo, stop. This match is gonna be cold, or just okay. and go to the bathroom. And again, this pay per view is gonna start like what one in the afternoon because it's one o'clock or twelve o'clock. Damn. No, I think it's one. I had to remember. I'm forgetting. So probably twelve. Yeah. So it'll be an early one. The match is on the card. 
We have Seth freaking Rollins versus AJ Styles for the uh, tournament final for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship. That's going to be a good match. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a good match. Yeah. I got Seth in that one. That only makes sense. If it's, if it's AJ Styles, I'm like, what was the point? No. The only reason I don't say Seth is because he's getting movie roles. That right now they're worried about, like the word on the street is they're worried about Seth becoming more of a movie Really, and that defeats the purpose. Here, that if he does get the belt, then it'd be kind of like with the Cena, the Rock, and the Batista when they slowly started venturing over to the act because he's he's going to shoot uh, Marvel. He's going to be in the next Marvel movie, uh, the Captain America movie. So yeah. he's been on set shooting with that, and it was like, well, he's been getting offers from other places too, and now they're worried that I guess initially he was probably penciled in, but now it's like, ah, you gonna be gone, my guy? What's the point? But what sense yeah. did that make for them to make a whole new belt for the other show that didn't have Roman for the title holder to be on the show that has Roman? The same reason why they got a tag team uh, championship match on Monday Night Raw, not Night of Champions. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> the women's tag team titles is next week Monday oh, yeah, while Night of Champions is on Saturday. What sense does that make? Yeah, I wonder true. if it was. I wonder if it was because they already had the card full, so they just wanted to make sure that they were able to still have the match. Or Becky if there was something is on the damn card. Mm-hmm. Becky versus Trish. They could have put that on Monday Night Raw. No, because Trish Stratus is the name. So of course it's like you know how it has. Like you have to have certain legend names and stuff like that at these events. That's why Goldberg was there like the last three years. Nobody wants to see Goldberg. Night of Champions is defending all the belts in one night. Yeah, it's rumored that Goldberg will be coming back though. Yeah, but Cody and Brock ain't no championship match either. Again, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you got to have certain names because it's just that's just the way it's going to go. Like they're paying all this money for this pay per view. Y'all better have some legends there too. Because again, why did we have to see Goldberg? He gonna be back soon. He for the period, my not. boy. No, what he he what he coming? He's you know he's Cody's mentor. Who since when? Yeah, he's been since he came back. He's been he's Goldberg? been Cody's mentor. Yeah, seriously. Mentor yes, that's Co- that's Cody's mentor. No, it's Goldberg. No, Why? no bullshit. No. Nigga that got five moves is Cody's mentor. Yeah. Right. No, Mr. Washmash himself is Cody's mentor. No, it makes no sense, bro. Can't believe. Neither it. does Cody fighting Brock with one arm. Hey, watch Goldberg. Watch Goldberg be back in the butter too. Then y'all gonna be like, hey, he said it. Upset. <laughs> My man got five moves, bro. Right. I'm gonna buy some tomatoes on standby. <laughs> thought the damn, I can't wait. Speaking of though, the other yeah. match here we got Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um. Yay for me, you know. I love Cody, my guy. Cody. Got I just want to see him. I just want to see him just get his ass. Whooped, he got one arm, bro. He gonna get his ass whooped. You. He could barely beat the nigga with two. How he gonna beat him with one? It's Cody, bro. He has the willpower. <laughs> He got the bullpark to get his ass whooped. That's what he got. It's Brock fucking Lesnar, bro. Like, oh. What I tell y'all before? I said the last Man. thing I want to do is go through a month long program with this big nigga whooping yeah. my ass. And now, hey, have to- hey, he gonna have to bring Iron. I he gonna bring um, Iron Anderson with him, bro. Or you got the gap. He's talking about the gun, bro. He got the bring- <laughs> we got to shoot this nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way we can win. We shoot this nigga, bro. Somebody said that John Morant was hanging with Arn Anderson, and I was like, "Oh, my God, certain stuff that folks are gonna get. Why that's even that is? Funny. I wish I'd seen that. That is funny, that man. That is funny. Shot his ass. That's <laughs> Cody and Brock. So, Ken, do you think Cody gonna win? Um, 
Yeah, I think Cody will somehow pull it out. He go, you know, he gonna use everything he can. He gonna use the whole under the ring to beat Rockets or uh, beat Brock or something like that. That's what's gonna happen. He just gonna have to just beat his ass with a chair, slug hammer, everything. He gonna have to use the ring to beat his ass. That's what I'm saying. He about to, to, for real to kick your seat. <laughs> we have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, the the tag team uh, undisputed tag team champions, going against the Bloodline, but not the Usos. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. But they didn't stand like my nigga. For why? Wait, I see the uh, Sam sent me a, a TikTok. Where they had they was watching the NBA Finals and Roman won again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the championship like one, two, three. Roman music started going. I'm like, what well, damn? You won NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But I like it for storyline purposes. Like I get, I get it. Like the the storyline they're telling between the Usos and Roman is uh-huh. it's, it's beautiful. Uh, but I feel like the bloodline is going to lose this match, and I'm not yeah. sure how. It's not going to be clean, but I feel like they're going to lose. The Usos go make them lose. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Jay. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Right. He switched it from uh, Jay uh, from from Jimmy from Jay to Jimmy. Now it's back. Well, actually, shit. Jay got mad at him for whooping Jimmy ass, and then Jimmy that's what I'm saying. And Jay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think it'll be Jay now. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. man Roman said. Why would you dedicate a match to me? I'm the greatest singles wrestler of all time. We got a whole family of tag team. Why would you dedicate a tag team title to me? <laughs> oh, you got a point, my nigga. You got a point. <laughs> I can't refuse that one. Can't refuse that. We also have Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, going up against Mustafa Ali. It should be a good match, but... I got Mustafa Ali is actually a good wrestler. Though. He's a good wrestler. Yeah. He was supposed to be but, Kofi. I'm not Kofi. He was supposed to be in Kofi's spot when he got hurt that year. That was Kofi Mania. Oh, okay. He got took Mustafa Mustafa's Ali spot in the Elimination Chamber when he got hurt for real, which prompted Cody Mania. Cody. Is he from? Was, where is he from? I don't know. Oh, Chicago. He's from Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but he's a good wrestler, though. Yeah, yeah, he's a good wrestler. But Gunther no, always Gunther is gonna put on him. He just go. I think he's gonna beat the hell out of him. He go. It's the ring hit around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that one goes. Then we also have Bianca Belair, the WWE Raw Women's Champion, going up against Oscar. I think she's gonna be a good match. I think she's gonna lose her belt. You do I think so? I do. I, I think it might be time because really? now they because they've been pushing it heavy about her being the longest reigning. Oh, yeah. They've been like. Yeah, yeah, they've been beating it to the ground lately. So. She got that yeah. now. She lost to Oscar, but everybody thought she was gonna lose to her at WrestleMania. So Oscar mm-hmm. already got her big L on the year. Like yeah. they, and in order for it to make it a crazy good pay per view, one time she lose the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she'll get it back though. Yeah, because it ain't gonna be the next match, which is the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, which is Rhea Ripley against Natalia. They need to go ahead and flip out the belts. Why they both still got the opposite belts? I don't know. That's another thing. Like I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all, y'all just said fuck the the belt spot this year. No, that makes sense. Blue, and we got a blue belt on red. It, 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 it doesn't make sense. It don't make sense. Uh, yeah, it don't make sense. And then the <laughs> Becky Lynch against Trish Stratus, which boo. We need to hear the get to hear the. Trish still look good though. Trish still. She oh, does. Yeah, Trish, I ain't gonna lie. Gorgeous, she, yeah. she does look good. She has Trish a is, uh, I was like, Ooh. She's one of my husband's. I uh, like if I if 
All time, bro. I mean, Trish. It used to be Tori. I agree. Trish, but now yeah, Tori. You said bye, Tori. Hello, Trish. Trish still. Yeah. She looked better now than she did then, too. Which is kind of. Like, for real, for real. But, you know, I don't drink milk all the time, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm lactose, but you know. Hey, I drink it. I drink a glass. I drink a glass of that. Yeah. Uh, I dive in and take the some of the consequences <laughs> of my actions. Overall, are y'all excited to watch Night Champions? Yeah, I am. Ex- really, I'm not gonna say I'm excited. I'm going to watch it because I I've been you know I'm invested. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm not excited for just because of where my boy is. Mm-hmm. So he's fighting Brock. Maybe if you know it was a more exciting Wait. match for him, but yeah. What the hell is the U.S. Championship at? I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, he's not. Def- why he's not defending it? That it's not the, the whole point of the damn pay per view is every belt is supposed to be defended on this night. We got a Monday Night Tag Team Championship. The U.S. title ain't nowhere to be seen. The women's champion is wearing the wrong goddamn belts. What is going on here? So WWE. Wait, and then his undisputed titles ain't being defended because he's going for the fucking tag team championships. Yeah, because he's gonna hit a thousand days on Saturday. As uh what they said is too that he's gonna go on another hiatus and he's taking the belts with him. He's taking them with him? With him. Come on, Brandon. <laughs> I feel like when Triple H announced that other belt. He wasn't supposed to say all the other stuff about like we're gonna have okay. a champion. I think he was just upset. He was. He was. He earned everything that he's done. No, not taking away from. Him, but damn. But but. <laughs> but damn, nigga, you ain't never defending the belt. I think he only had like four matches this year, maybe three total. No, shit, maybe two. Mm. So, just to wrap up the night of the championship before we get out of here. So, initially, it was announced that the event was going to be called King and Queen of the Ring, which would have revived the King of the Ring series. Uh-huh but with a rebrand and include the women. But then WWE decided to swerve and instead revive Night of Champions. So this will be the first Night of Champions that's been held following the reintroduction of the brand split back in July of 2016 and the first one on Peacock. Um, Yeah, and this event replaces the previously annual Hell in a Cell event. So there's no Hell in a Cell. Oh, really? It would have been now, but instead it's gonna be Night of Champions. So, Saturday afternoon, wrestling will be on. I just got a birthday text from somebody I don't have in my phone. And I want to thank you and good night. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, that's the show for this week. Hitting the quitting. Indeed. We got like the whole rest of the day. We missed the first quarter of Miami, Boston. Who's up? Uh, uh, Miami, last time I looked. So, about to finish this game out. Enjoy the rest of the evening. We can get out of here for all those listening. Hope that you are safe and well. Continue to take care of yourself. Safe travels for all this traveling. Yes, safe travels. It's a holiday weekend coming up, which I just remembered. So this oh, it is. Yeah, and differently. Uh, instead, we're going to do that next week. <laughs> and uh, yeah, have a safe and enjoyable Memorial Day weekend for everybody out there. And um, yeah, let's hit the bricks. Chelsea, be you guys. You too, Chelsea. Appreciate you being in here. No, hit the the bricks bricks is one of my favorite sayings. When I was back in high school, Mm. um, 
I was friends with this couple and they were always on and off and they got into a real big argument we were at one of their homes and the the woman was furious Mm-hmm. And the, the the man was like, you know, I don't really care no more. And she's like, I'm leaving. And he said, go ahead and leave. I don't care. Matter of fact, hit the bricks, baby. And he slammed Oh, oh, oh shit. And since that moment in high school, hit the bricks has been one of my favorite yeah, Hear somebody really tell somebody to hit the bricks in real life. Hit the bricks, baby. Emotional. He was emotional. Like he yelled, "Hit the brakes, baby!" snap. Slam the door. I was like, I've never seen such. Hey, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that one tucked. Ah, <laughs> that is hilarious. Just in case I need to use that one, <laughs> I have to keep that one tucked. <laughs> baby. That's hilarious, dude. And this was like in the late two or like mid two thousand, so he had on real baggy shorts. So he had to like pull. He was holding his shorts up as he was walking, saying, "Hit the break!" What a time he had on the silk underneath, underneath the jeans. He had to hold up the silkies, fam. It was oh, boy, that was a wild time, boy. That was a wild time. That was fun times, though. It was wild, man. All right. We're going to get out of here. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, uh, Apple Music, in these PSN, 2K, and Hogwarts streets. At Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. You can also catch the Eric J on Twitter at Bucks Burner, because that's the only social media handle he's going to give out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um, K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z. Come on, Miami, aka aka Mister Give It To Me. We will holler at y'all later. See y'all next week.